0: hey this is reza this is sandy welcome to the stone cold sober podcast
1: thanks for stopping by Friday night, two nights ago, uh, Carolyn and I are about to go to bed and uh, sort of prep for the Saturday ahead of us. The reason uh, why is because she has a long run that's ahead of her and she's trying to figure out, alright, well for this week she has to run um, 16 miles and so for whatever reason, I'm always on Reddit, right? And I see this post that says that the Marine Corps Marathon has been canceled. Oh, no. And I go, hold the phone. Let's figure out why. And then when I open up Twitter, the Marine Corps Marathon Twitter says, so we, after exhausting all avenues, they are uh, closing the, like what's it called um, the in-person marathon this year and we're like why like what happened and so this is what happened so the Marine Corps marathon one one aspect of it is it's run by uh, the Marine Corps right, right. Um, sounds sounds straightforward but all of the Um, like the volunteers, right? All the volunteers are active duty Marines, Uh, and so like the people that are like handing out the waters and all that jazz, and because they're the mission ready, like essentially active duty Marines, uh, because they were going to be potentially exposed to like. Tens of thousands of people, um, that that wasn't un, uh, that wasn't a risk they were willing to take, uh, which makes sense. Um, but yeah, you know, that was certainly something that I didn't either take into account or was aware of that 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 could be a sort of a, a thing that you needed to you know like understand. Of course. Uh, and then the other bit was all right. So so that that sort of makes a ton of sense. The other thing is parts of the race take place on federal property and so the runner's village which is technically what they refer to the beginning area before the race begins where everyone's just like you know there's a million porta-potties and people are just like resting before the race starts that happens in the pentagon uh parking lot and apparently right now there is this like rule against large gatherings uh, on federal property of non-federal employees. Okay. Um, and so, to that end, the uh, the marathon in person officially canceled, and they're going to be sending out an official email soon that'll let you decide if you want to still run it this year, but run it virtually, and so you get to run twenty six point two miles somewhere in the world. Um, Or you can defer it to next year, and sort of you know you'll essentially have paid it already, just run it next year. Or you can get a full refund. Now, I'm a little split on what I want to do. Carolyn is, I think, what Carolyn's going to end up doing is uh, we're like uh, sorry, she will most likely get a refund so that she will try to run the New York City Marathon uh, next year um, as her first marathon. So, so that'll be that will be like really exciting for her. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I've already run it, but it's like such a, an amazing experience that uh, and she wanted to make that be her first one that she was gonna run. And due to, like, COVID and all this stuff, like, that wasn't a possibility originally. But now, uh, you know, we sort of, like, find our way back to, to this position. And so, you know, that, that'll, be, uh, that'll be super dope for her to, to have that be the first time that she runs it. So that's, that's the big update. Um, what's interesting is, for me personally, I do feel like I got bailed out because of the injury because right, I wasn't right. really running um, this does sort of allow me to to get bailed out a little bit you know um, and so I, I do feel a little bit weird about that um, but it is what it is and, and so what I am going to attempt to do now is essentially try and figure out a way to train for something and i was talking to carolyn about this uh in the car the other day uh figure out a way to find a goal that's really durable that might not sort of require some uh like exact date of an event uh in order for me to achieve it because this is carolyn's second canceled marathon and this is my fourth
0: Wow, fourth?
1: Yeah, so the first one was uh, Tokyo. Okay. Like Tokyo, uh, Japan 2020? had 2020. Yep. Yeah. They essentially closed the country off about two weeks before that race was supposed to happen. Yeah. And then. Uh, Good thing, too, right? Yeah, because if, if we had gone,
0: we would have been stuck there for Yeah, I was about to say you missed a minute be here. Yeah, they um, probably would have flown you out. They did this, they, they had to do it with, uh, they did it with my dad in Ghana. My dad was in Ghana when they stopped flights and the uh, the State Department um, got a flight to go out there. I thought they were flown out for free, but apparently they had to pay like a lot to get out. Yeah. Tickets. But anyway, yeah. It was such so like, a mess at that point. Yeah, you would have to pay that the Wazoo uh, quarantine for two weeks, but you would have got out. Okay.
1: Um, and then uh new york city got canceled on us uh and then tokyo got canceled again for me and then and then this what's it called and then this so it is you know not ideal uh but we're gonna try and make things work you know so that's oh, yeah. really the long and short of it i'd say that's why i, I want to do I'm trying to find find a new goal uh that doesn't require, essentially, like, hey, this race has to occur for for me to like feel like I accomplished something. Uh, and so I'll I'll speak more to whatever that goal ends up being once I've hardened that decision. I haven't made it like a, a full blown decision quite yet. Uh, but when I do, I'll, I'll share with everyone so that it sort of keeps me like you know more honest and uh, keeps me yeah, stickier. Yeah, yeah. I'd say.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate yeah, so. that. I had no idea. That's uh, that's that's dis- definitely disappointing. But uh, I, I guess especially for Carolyn because she's been putting a lot of work for this lately. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I like your idea of having a, a goal that, especially when it comes to, like, the fact that you're still kind of, you know, um, recovering, rehabbing. And so if you have this goal that doesn't necessarily have a deadline, however, it's something that you're, like, actively working towards – you won't like, you're not going to get like complacent and sedentary again. Um, right. But you'll also, yeah, and you'll just be working towards that. So that by the time you were, you know, fully recovered, you, you'll be ready to take that on.
1: Exactly. Um, and I, I need to make it like, so I, I remember sort of talking to you and maybe the podcast about this. Uh, the marathon is an awesome goal for me because it's really hard, but it's not impossible and and if up until this point it has felt like the bleeding edge of what i am capable of but now i feel like i'm going to try and be a little bit more aggressive about the goals that i set uh to see like what what can be done um and so whatever that ends up being uh will be super interesting but i think it's going to be like a, a much more aggressive running goal it might be time it might require like oh cutting some weight or whatever just like stuff that um historically i haven't really thought about because with running it's like oh well if i'm running uh, the whatever i eat doesn't in my mind and i know this is the wrong uh, sort of take but i always just felt like you know if i'm running i'll eat whatever i want uh because everything just sort of like is in service of the machine to like keep things going you know what i mean um, right. and I, I feel like I can just like really legitimately eat whatever I want. And if I just run 16 miles, like my body would just like essentially not starve to death, but like, it's not an issue. Uh, but I'm thinking like, do I, do I go meatless for a little bit, like a little bit more seriously to, to try and have my body, yeah, uh, just like not lug as much weight around. And also with all the stuff with my foot recently, it's like, oh, do I like take strength training to the next level? Because this was the first training session or training season rather that I took strength training as seriously as I had. i would never done this amount of strength training before. um, But can I take it even further? And so does that just mean like a complete lifestyle change or like investing in it like 110% as opposed to just 100%? And just seeing what uh, what that can sort of net out, I'd say.
0: Yeah. That so that's the good, big.
1: Man. Yeah, that's the big news. We'll uh, we'll see how everything sort of shakes out, but um, the, a lot of the other like big um, marathons for 2022, London, Chicago, those are the two ones that I'm really interested in. Uh, their signups are in. October. And so I'm going to keep an eye out then to, to see if I can get those. done Cause those are additional like majors, the, the biggest marathons. And so I would love to, to run those. And because they're private races, like a lot of the, my friends who are like, my, I have one friend that's running London in a week. I have a friend running Boston. I have a friend running Chicago, all the big majors. They're all still running because they're private races. And so they're not under the sort of the same, like, federal jurisdiction uh, limitations or restrictions, as I heard, you know. Uh, yeah. And so they, uh, they've been all sort of sending their, their well wishes because it's not easy to train and then just have the thing be canceled on you this close. Really, wh- whenever, you know. Uh, and so we'll, uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll, we'll see how things shake out. Uh, but that's the, that's the big news that I wanted to
0: share. Yeah. Yeah, appreciate you sharing it. Yeah. Um yeah, on that on that front. So, I'm not it's not quite marathon training or anything, but yesterday I actually Lena so Lena found out that there was this um this gym that was they were actually moving. So, I don't the, the this one location of a gym was closing. Guy was moving to another location. Don't know why, but he was getting rid of a bunch of equipment. Maybe he was upgrading or something, but um he was basically just Liquidating most of what he had in the gym, so he was selling stuff at a, a pretty decent discount. Um, and so, Landon and I drove over yesterday morning. Um, it was like 45 minutes away from our house, um, so it wasn't like you know down the street, but not like super far either. And so, I, as you know, I've been trying to get together a, a home gym. It's kind of something I've been like debating about whether I want to just join some place to try to stay committed and go, or just. So, to speak, bite the bullet, uh, commit to spending that initial, you know, making that initial investment, but having all mm-hmm. the gym equipment that I want in, in my basement so that I can work out. You know, if I want to work out at five in the morning, right, at, at noon or at 9 p.m., you know, I can do it. Because yeah. right now, the, the biggest hurdle for me um seems to be just like getting out of the house at a time where I feel like I can leave. And not right. have like not leave not leave Lena with Gordon responsibilities, or me to like leave in the middle of the work day. like sure. to like work out during lunch, but not feel like I'm leaving the office for two hours because that's effectively what happened. When I would like go to the gym during lunch, um, you know, workouts like an hour, got to commute there and back, um, have to take a shower and eat. By the time I sit back at the desk, it's it's legitimately been like two hours since I left. So. Um, if it was in the basement, it would just be so much um, more accessible and my time would be so much more flexible doing it. So um, we, we drove over and the guy had a lot of equipment. However, a whole bunch of it was like on hold. I don't know if it was like friends, people that he knew, uh, you know, people who were going there, but a lot of the equipment had already been like taken, even though we walked in um like it was scheduled to start at 11 and we walked in like in 10:58. so we were like the first people or of among the first people to be there um with that said he did have a good amount of stuff that was there that like i was looking for so i need a barbell so um i was able to get a an olympic barbell um, oh. for like for a hundred bucks it the one that he had was retailing for like 160 ish or so so uh-huh. got that for uh, you know a little bit yeah. of a discount Got a, sure. a, a 50 pounds kettlebell, got an ab mat to do like little sit-ups if I'm like this like crossfit style so if I was doing like if I was doing a workout that involved like burpees uh, you know like cleaner jerks or whatever and then some sit-ups it, it just it makes it a little bit easier on, on your, um, your lower back and yeah then, um, for sure yeah and then you I do that, got, that
1: on like the hard ground oh that's so painful yeah
0: i know right like just something f- yeah so and then i got um what else did i get i got a uh, oh a slam ball it's like a little like a uh, sand like a it's like a they call it a slam ball um I don't know if you've ever used it but basically you just like you lift it over your head you go down to a crouch position or like a deep squat and you like sla- slam the ball into the ground and mm-hmm. it it, it back up off the ground like a few inches and you just like quickly lift your fingers underneath it you pick it back up stand oh. back up so um it's 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 like doing a bunch of squats but you also engage your core quite a bit when you're doing it as well as your arms with the slamming motion um, but you could also just use it as a medicine ball so you can incorporate it into um like you know simple air squats um you could incorporate it with as like uh when doing sit- ups and such so yeah I got one of those um it and that was it that was it I didn't like you know buy a, a squat rack or anything like that but that is one thing i'm I'm searching for right now I'm hoping I'm hoping to pull the trigger on today but um yeah it was something where? I was I was able to where would you
1: where are you looking to pull the trigger on that?
0: So I'm looking at a few different ones, but like I, I, I was complaining about this to Lena the other day too. There are so many different like like the the price disparity on these things, it's not like it's not like uh I'm trying to think like what 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 would your example be? Like it's the you could get a you can get a squat rack for like a hundred bucks from Walmart, or you can get a, a squat rack for like a thousand bucks from Rogue Fitness. Oh. Just like there's no bells yeah. and whistles. It's literally just a, a steel frame, and some J hooks. That's it. Gotcha. And and it's like, wait, wha- and like, and it's not like, oh, you know, you of course you think Walmart would have something super cheap, right? But like, there's also stuff in between. There's like stuff that's three hundred dollars. There's another one from the same company that's like five hundred dollars. There's stuff from Rogue that's also like eight hundred dollars. So, I'm sitting here looking at these things like, why would I? Why would I want to spend eight hundred dollars on this? Like, wh- why would I buy this? Why would I buy something for a thousand dollars over something for four hundred dollars? And mm-hmm. people sit there and talk about the quality and blah blah blah, and, or like you know, it can hold like two thousand pounds. I'm like, yo, I'm not, I'm not doing two thousand. I'm not, I'm not squatting two thousand pounds, guys. All right, like, so I'm right. just looking at these things and I'm looking. If at you these things if in you are mirror. ever
1: squatting two thousand pounds, then buy it, then. <laughs> <laughs> you know
0: what I mean? Yeah. Right. Right. So. I'm sitting here looking at these things like what makes you worth it like i i'm so used to thinking in terms of like tech right like this is where i spend a lot of my money right so i can look at tech and be like okay cool here's this processor it's five hundred dollars it's five hundred dollars because it's much faster and it's it's uh and, and and whatever other things more than the other stuff but when i look at these like squat racks it's like okay cool this one's rated and it can hold this much weight but no one's really lifting that much weight so what else is it about it that makes people want to buy that is it just it the quality is better so that when you when it's delivered to you you know that it's all going to fit together well nothing's gonna be crooked nothing's gonna be wobbly like i I, i'm just i'm struggling to determine what really makes something better so with that all said there's a um there's a brand it's called titan i don't know if it's titan fitness or if it's just Titan. it's titan titan fitness and so um I'm looking at their squat racks and I think I'm going to buy one of those um, but I'm not I'm not certain yet. There's a couple of other brands I'm looking at as well that people have been recommending on on Reddit like the home gym subreddit. Some people okay. have complained about Titan, but like some people have complained about Titan they say, said that they like for example, some of the holes might not be aligned properly, might not be threaded well. And so, if you're like trying to, if you're trying to attach like you know the top beam to the uh, to the legs, maybe they don't they don't line up properly. Now apparently the customer service is pretty good, so if something like that were to happen, it's not like they're like oh that's impossible and they just shut you down. That you know they'll they'll work quickly to send you to send you a replacement. Now that's not something you really want to deal with, but at the same time, it might be worth it overspending you know eight hundred dollars if I'm spending four hundred dollars instead. So. I'm still just trying to figure this out. Um, I've done a, a bit of research into, into this in the past, but I was not ever ready to, like, buy anything. So now that I'm here, ready to, let, you know, take out the credit card, it's like, okay, what do you really want to spend? Um, but, man, the, the thing that's probably going to cost the most is going to be the weights. Like, just, like, oh, the, yeah. p- the plates. Like, I don't know why I didn't think about this before, but, like, I, I went. So yesterday when we were at this gym, the guy had, he had some plates, but... Most of them were already sold. So he had like some 45 pound plates, 35, 25, 15 and 10. Um, how and he had like a bunch of them there. But apparently all he had left in stock were 10s. Like the, everything else was already accounted for. Already had a buyer. So um, and he was like, Yeah, the, the tens are like 60 bucks per for, for a pair. And I'm like $60 for a pair of tens. Like I can't do anything with tens. <laughs> so I'm sitting there like, alright I'm, I'm not going to buy any of that. I'm just going to get the barbell and then I'll figure out what to do after the fact. But, the tens you're, like, you're gonna his, need some tens at some point right yeah yeah yeah. i'll need some tens but i guess i was just sitting there thinking because i didn't have a point of reference because i never really looked or thought about like i i never really priced it and, and memorized this is what's a reasonable price for, for a 10 pound plate um because his price made sense although i don't think his price like it wasn't like a it wasn't like you know uh, a massive discount over what i can get online especially in a bundle because like a 10 pound 10 pound ones you can get individually, maybe for around the price that he said, or maybe for a bit more. But if you get it in a bundle, it would probably come out to around the same price. Um, I see. But if I want to, if I want to set up like 260 pounds total, that's going to cost so like heavy. 600 bucks. It's heavy, but then like, like it's heavy. If I'm thinking about stuff like bench, right? I can't bench. Yeah, I can't, I can't bench 260 pounds. However, I was squatting like close to 300 pounds. I don't, know what, oh my God, I don't know what my max was for the squats, but it was like 300 pounds. I was deadlifting like 400. So oh my like 260 God. doesn't quite cut it. doesn't quite cut it. Now I'm also not like one to sit there and try to max out stuff all the time. So 260 pounds would be great because I, when, I, when I deadlift, I'm not, I don't normally go out there trying to like, like I can make 260 pounds work, especially if at that price point. Um, but it's just like, wow, you know, this stuff, <laughs> this stuff really, 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 really adds up quickly. But honestly, like, again, like, for the sake of just the convenience, it's going to be worth it. Uh, yeah, it's, you know, I have I have the money. I have the money. I can I can spend it. It's just it's just a matter of, like, convincing myself to be comfortable for letting it go. And then yeah. and, and being happy when I actually have this thing set up in the basement. I could just run down like at a time like right now, it's not 50 local time for me. And uh Lena may have gone up to bed already. Gordon's already in bed. There are not a ton of dishes to do. I have enough energy. Like if I if I had the stuff here tonight, I'd probably go down and do some stuff. But uh
1: Are you a morning workout person or a night workout person? If you had to if you had to pick.
0: I don't like doing first thing in the morning workouts, but I would do it. Um I was honestly before before I got married and everything, um, I did a lot of workouts after work. So I would go I would I would work leave the office at like five six o'clock go to the gym and then go home and eat dinner um i found that would work well just for my schedule but that was my like it, it It. i honestly could work with either so like especially as gordon gets older and he's able to you know he's potty trained could wake up himself yeah i i can easily see myself working out first thing in the morning that would be so much more convenient um over trying to like jam it in at night especially when people are doing stuff around the house you know like in the morning you know in the morning like most of us are probably all awake already so if i'm if i'm like lifting some weights and getting a little bit loud with with the with the clanging around the basement it's not as it's not as um as uh i guess you'll slam weights in your own
1: home right
0: yeah (laughs) yeah um but yeah, I'm I'm super excited to get the stuff. Um, I'm glad that I was able to just get the ball rolling yesterday because you know getting the getting the barbell itself was a big deal, but I can't really do too much right now with the 45 pound barbell yet. So I gotta um, I gotta round out the rest of this um, this journey. Um, I should yeah. I should know right the 260 pounds. Is actually of the plates alone, so add that to the forty-five pound barbell. Right, and right I'm at three hundred five, so that's 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 all I need to to max out on squats already, and yeah. it's not like three hundred pounds is a joke for for deadlifting either. So I, I'd be uh, Jesus. I'd be gra- I'd be great with that.
1: Well, you start to put in the time, it'll become a joke pretty soon.
0: Yeah, but at least it'd be a little bit easier of a pill to swallow when I'm just like trying to buy 245 pound plates instead of trying to get the whole thing again yeah um, yeah I hear you. yeah um can I can I quickly change the subject to something uh to, to yeah. give you a formula one update because I haven't talked I haven't talked formula one with you in a minute and I know you get all your formula one views from me because you don't you don't follow otherwise yeah. um what's happened? All right, so this season's been a bit of has been a bit crazy. Um, in the past, the past, I think eight years, the Mercedes has dominated. No, sorry. The last seven years, Mercedes has dominated. They won every championship in the last seven years, and no one has really been close. Uh, I think there are a couple of content, contention uh, possibilities from like uh, Ferrari and the last two years, the two years that I've actually been following um Red Bull was the closest competition and it wasn't even close like like Lewis Hamilton had won the drivers' championship like five races prior to the end of the season and in the, in the past there have been times where uh the drivers' championship was decided on the last race which was okay. and was like you know just a, like a single point um I don't know if you saw that but there's a, a Michael Schumacher documentary on Netflix
1: I did but, see that
0: I just watched it because, you know, I'm aware of him, but I've never like, you know, I wasn't following back then. So, um, but yeah, there, were, there was a season where he lost the driver's championship by a single point. Oh, wow. Um, so, yeah. So um, this year, the, the Red Bull has kind of surprisingly overtaken the Mercedes to be, be likely the most the, the best car um, in Formula One. And Max Verstappen has been leading the driver's championship and Red Bull has been leading the constructors championship for much of the year. Now, there has been a uh, there, there was a, um, a huge I don't want to call it controversy, but a lot of drama because one race Lewis Hamilton took out Max Verstappen um, when he was trying to overtake him and Max Verstappen crashed, got zero points. And Lewis, he got damaged, but I think he still finished like third or fourth. So he got a bunch of points, was able to cut down that lead that, that Verstappen had, and eventually was able to take the lead back today. Um, but today's race was wild because um, they were racing in in in, uh, in Russia. They're racing in Sochi, and um, Verstappen had to take a penalty because you're only allowed to change your engine like three times in a year, and he ch- he had to change his engine a fourth time because of an, an accident he got into two weeks ago with Lewis, and so um he when, when you when you when you change your your uh, engine that many times they force you to start at the at, at the back of the grid so he didn't bother qualifying basically he normally would be like first or second at the start of a race he was starting from 20th and uh, he he did really well in the race he got up to like 7th or 8th place um and hamilton didn't have a great start ended up racing from 5th got his way up to like what second by like the midway point of the race maybe like at two-thirds point of the race but at lap so they're 53 laps today by lap 48 it starts to rain and everyone's like you know they're they're talking on the, on the on the uh the radios about this like hey you know rain's coming we think rain's coming rain might be coming starting to drizzle a little bit at this specific portion of the, of the track but nowhere else it's a little bit wet and then before you know it starts like pouring <laughs> and so like um, at this point, it, it's it's lap 48. I'm just going to read you the top the top five. So lap 48, Lando Norris is in first place. He's never won in uh, Formula One race before. Lewis is, Lewis is in second. Sergio Perez is in third. Carlos Sainz is in fourth. Fernando Alonso is in fifth. By the end of the race. Um, and uh, let me just tell you, uh, Max Verstappen was in seventh. By the end of the race. So just five laps later, Lewis Hamilton wins. He gets first. Max Verstappen, who I just said was in seventh place, he gets second. Carlos He goes from Sain, 20th to second? He, yeah, he went from 20th at the beginning of the race to second he, at the end of the race. He also went from seventh to second, and he was, uh, let's see, about 50 seconds back. He was about 50 seconds behind second place at lap 48. Carlos Sainz went from fourth to third. Uh, Ricardo went from sixth to fourth, and Botas went from— he went Bottas botas went from 14th to fifth he was in 14th oh place on lap 40 to 48 to fifth and he went he was in he was uh 14th because he also had to take a, an engine penalty but it was weird because he had already changed his, his engine like two weeks ago so they made him change another one i guess i don't really know what the reason was maybe it was strategy to have him impede for stabbing which he didn't really do but um the whole thing got out of control it was crazy um Lando Norris didn't want to, he didn't want to pit to switch to, uh, wet tires who was, like I mentioned in first place, but Hamilton didn't want to pit either. He was in second place. And he's like, he he was only, he was only behind Norris, by uh, by one second, and he was refusing to, to, uh, to pit, but then the set, the next lap goes and especially the portion where super wet, they're both like sliding around. People are like, people are colliding with one another. Uh, Lance Stroll crashed into his own teammate. Oh my God. Uh, he also spun another, another, another driver later on. Uh, nothing like, n- n- surprisingly, I don't think anyone crashed, um, or at least no one crashed badly. But um, Lewis finally, like his, his engineers, they come on the radio like, dude, you got a pit. So he does, he finally comes in pits. Um, Norris though, he chose to stay out for another lap. Were, it was taking him approximately a minute and 50 seconds to go through one lap. On this last lap, on this last lap that Norris stayed out on these uh, his normal racing tires, it took him like three minutes to finish the lap. He was getting passed left and right by people. He got passed by Hamilton, so Hamilton ended up winning the race. His closest, the closest person to him was 50 seconds behind him. Norris, he finished in eighth place. He lost like two minutes. In his uh, because of because he chose to stay out, like he was pissed. they single trying to to him. They're coming on the radio like 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 uh, yo Lando, you gotta come in, man. Like you should probably come pit. He's like no. He just yeah. like shouts no at them. Uh, he's like you know you see how you see how close he is. They're trying to talk to him and he's trying to race. So he's of course like you know yo just shut up. I'm trying to like, let me race. But uh, they were trying to like feed him information like hey if you don't if you don't pit we're gonna lose. And uh, that's basically what happened. So there's a, there's a post on the Formula 1 subreddit um, that shows the grid order between lap 48 and 53 and all the people that, like, jumped around. And so, um, yeah, just, it was just kind of nuts, nuts seeing it happen. I didn't see a live, but I saw it happening. And I accidentally had the race spoiled for me. So I saw, that I saw Verstappen got second, and I'm sitting there watching it. It's like lap 45. I'm like, dude, there's only eight laps left. And he's in seventh place. Was that a joke? <laughs> like, was, was that just right. a fake re- Was it, Were those results fake? And then all of a sudden, um, people start pitting, rain starts happening. So Verstappen was one of the first people to pit, and he was able to benefit heavily for that. So that's how he went from seventh to, to second. But he also had a great drive. He also has a great car, which is why he was able to go from 20th to seventh, um, I again, to get up to second by the end of it. Even when, he, even when he got, when he pitted, he still was able to, he still had to pass like three or four people. So he like came out maybe like in sixth place, but then... In the last few laps, he just started passing people left and right. So yeah, yeah, that's uh that's the Formula One update. Uh, Lewis, did you watch this race live? I would have, but no, we were out. I I watch live whenever I can, but this one I just recorded. I I record most. I record all the races on YouTube TV.
1: Uh, Oh, okay, and you just catch it when you can.
0: Yeah, exactly. So so right now, um, Hamilton is in first place in the drivers. Uh, championship points he has 246.5 points Verstappen has 244.5 so Lewis just has a two-point lead um two-point like so first place when they win a race they get 25 points second place gets 18 so if come the next race uh Verstappen wins and Lewis gets second Verstappen will then have a four-point lead is that do the math okay. right there I think so uh yeah I think I did um botas is in third place with 151 points so he's almost 100 points back on on first and second so it's pretty much just a two-man race and then on the uh the constructor side mercedes is winning 397.5 to 364.5 to red bull so it's uh it's it's obviously the most exciting season that i've ever seen because this is my second maybe third year yeah i was about to say how many how many (laughs) seasons have you been keeping up but i think it's also just in general the most exciting season fans have seen in a long time because it's just usually a, a walk in the park for Mercedes to win these things and the fact that Red Bull's well, out here build a be better car. I know right well also you spend more money right <laughs> yeah Um,
1: it means that much to you
0: yeah I, I think that's the interesting thing about it and it's I guess it's got to be pretty similar to, uh, to soccer or to baseball like you know uh, Euro soccer to, to American baseball where some teams just don't have the money that other teams do or some teams just aren't willing to spend the money. Um, I guess I don't you want could. To hear you, it. you could think about Donald Sterling, like in the Clippers, when it comes to that, just not willing to spend money, even though right. it might benefit the team. You know, if you if you did spend the money, but you have you have teams like Haas who can't get who can't get advertising, who can't get people to come. Can't <laughs> to catch a break. Yeah, and so their team their team is just broke, just trying to just struggling to even stay in Formula One. And it takes it takes, uh, it takes uh, the the Russian uh, Masipin, whose dad is a billionaire, to basically fund the team and and buy his son a seat in the Formula One car. Yeah. To keep that to keep that team around, you have teams like uh, like uh, um, what I guess Aston Martin. Like it's it's weird to me that there are a lot of these teams that are like they're called like Aston Martin or Mercedes, but the team isn't necessarily owned by like. What I would think of as like Mercedes Benz, right? It's not, it's not exactly the same. Like I don't, I don't really know how the, I don't really know how the the percentages work out and how the the naming rights go, but it's not necessarily like Mercedes Benz per se that is the complete owner of the team. Like so, so the dude Toto wolf who's in the Drive to Survive series, he's the uh, the, the, the team principal for Mercedes. He's a co-owner of the team, and he's like, I think a, a sizable owner. I don't think he's like, like he he's he's rich. This guy's very rich.
1: Is Toto Wolf really rich?
0: Yeah, he's got to be. He's he's got to be. I don't know how much money he's made back on his investment, but uh,
1: but he he's, he's made money. something.
0: Yeah, I want to see if if his. I, I know these are probably pretty, pretty wrong, but his net worth is supposedly four hundred fifty million dollars. What? Which? That's uh, insane. Yeah, I'm trying to see. So he's the CEO of the of the team. I'm trying to see like how this really works because like, you know, uh so Lance Stroll and his dad Lawrence Stroll, Lawrence Stroll. So before this year, the team was called Racing Point. Before that, they were they were like they were Force India. Before that, so they were Racing right. Point last year that pink car, and then yeah. now this year they're Aston Martin. But it's not Aston Martin didn't buy the team. It's still Lawrence's it's still Lawrence's team. I think it's sponsored by Aston Martin or has Aston Martin. Like, I I don't know. I don't know how it all works. It's not an Aston Martin engine. It's not an Aston Martin chassis. It's still the same car that it was before. I, think it's, I, I think guess it's, it's ever, whoever's paying the bills. Yeah. Yeah. The whole thing the whole thing the the logistics of some of this stuff is just crazy. But yeah. It's uh i'm definitely enjoying i'm definitely enjoying it and i understand i understand bill burr like he the enjoyment that you can get from a race even despite knowing the results of it it's still like and you just record it you don't even have to watch it live it's still pretty exciting to to go back and just see see it happen see how it works out especially in in cases like this where it is tense and where it like so, like the, in the last race, I, I, I mentioned that, that Lewis and uh, Verstappen had an accident. Um, Verstappen had an extremely slow pit stop. He was leading the race, and um, Lewis was not. Like, Lewis was, I can't remember what place Lewis was in, but he was probably like fourth place. But uh, Max had a really, really slow pit stop. And uh, Lewis had a slightly slow pit stop, but it was much better than, than Max's. And so when Max came out the pit, he actually came out behind Lewis. And so they're going to the first turn, and he, he uh, Max basically came in too hot, um, cr- crashed into like the side of Lewis, and then his, t- his tire ended up like getting caught with Lewis's tire. He ended up getting launched on top of Lewis's car. His, his so Max's car's tire actually landed a bit on Lewis's head. Because of the halo it didn't actually like Right, reach. it didn't actually hit him, right? Yeah, it it, it, it it did like there apparently there were tire marks on his helmet. Ah um, that's fine. But, but like off. he didn't have he didn't have like the full weight of the car on his head either. And so um people were like, you know, well if if this was any other season, because it's so tight between the two of them, they're taking risks that they otherwise wouldn't have taken in the past. But because it's so tight, because they're they want it that bad, they're out here like you know they're, they're pushing to the limit and sometimes going beyond the line which is resulting in accidents like this is the second time this season where one of them or both of them have been taken out in the same race or be- because of one another in a race and, and uh, it's likely because they're doing stuff they're, do- they're, they're just uh, they're, they're fighting real right. hard and, and it's getting a little testy so it's, uh, it's interesting to see but man like it is such a dangerous sport so you're sitting there watching these people race and at times I'm like, yo, this is this is dangerous, man. <laughs> you know, like, it, I mean, it felt dangerous even before all this. You know, it, it, you're right, you're right. When you saw Grosjean's crash last year, I uh, I legitimately geez. thought I just watched the man die. Like yeah. I saw it happen. That's I'm that was a tough one to see. I I saw that. That was one of the ones where I was watching live. I brought Gordon down. I'm getting him breakfast. We literally want, I turned him to, towards the TV to watch the start of the race. And then not one minute goes by and I see this thing go up in flames. I immediately turn Gordon's chair around. Like, I, I think I just showed Gordon somebody die. Like, in real life. <laughs> yeah. 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 Way my, to go. Way to go. Yeah. Dad moment yeah, right, right there. Not, yeah, good Good job, Dad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and like today, in, in today's race with all the rain and how badly people are, like how badly people want to win, you know, they're out here pushing these cars to the limit and it's they're, they're racing on all these, all these tires that have absolutely no treads. And they're sliding around all over the place but they're still pushing.
1: yeah I mean these are they're, they're essentially fighter pilots right so yeah it comes with the territory
0: yeah yeah I guess they a lot of them know what they're doing they've been doing this for a long time but still
1: like their, their entire life so yeah so makes them uh, world class athletes
0: yeah yeah exactly.
1: Alright, well, um, thanks for that update. I literally only get my news about F one from you. Uh, so I appreciate that. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. Nothing if more. yeah, if there's something else, you wanna you wanna just call it here? We'll let the people go.
0: Yeah, sounds good. Alright. Well, I'm Reza.
1: I'm Sandy. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you guys next week.